Hey, greetings, friends. My name's Andy Steele-Smith. The past few weeks, we've delved into a number of topics, transformation, the underdog, and a shot at redemption amongst them. But there's been a common thread amongst them all as we've talked about numerous testimonies, particularly of the great work being done in Fasanda Crow. And the common thread is a person who's doing that great work. And that person, of course, is the Holy Spirit. And whilst there are many elements of the Holy Spirit that we could justly focus on today, I want to focus specifically on the power of the Holy Spirit. I want us to think about the Holy Spirit in terms of how he brings divine power to earth, the power to change and transform who we are, and also the power to do things that without him would just not be possible. If we look quickly at the way the Holy Spirit operated in the Old Testament, we can see he came upon certain people at specific times and for a particular purpose. For example, we see Bezalel in Judges 31 was filled with the Spirit of God for artistic purposes, Gideon for leadership in Judges 6, and Isaiah for prophecy in Isaiah 61. One of the best examples of the Holy Spirit at work in the Old Testament is found in Judges 15, 14 to 15, and it's a story of Samson, and it says, The Spirit of the Lord came upon him in power. The ropes on his arms became like charred flax, and the bindings dropped from his hands. Finding a fresh jawbone of a donkey, he grabbed it and struck down a thousand men. What an incredible story of the power of the Holy Spirit. If we continue to look at the Old Testament, we can see that the Holy Spirit is promised to us by God the Father. Rather than the Holy Spirit being an external force, we have a new covenant with God where he lives within us. Ezekiel tells us how this happens in saying, I will give you a new heart, put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. The Spirit of God is now living inside of us. Unlike the Old Testament, the promise of the Holy Spirit is not limited to a certain few for specific purposes. The prophet Joel tells us the Spirit of God will be for everyone. He says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. What's exciting for us now is that we live in the fulfillment of this Old Testament prophecy. These days are now. Particularly in the dark and troubled times that the world is living through, we need the power of the Holy Spirit more than perhaps at any, at any other time. What with the conflicts in Israel and Palestine, the Ukraine's unjust occupation by tyrannical Russia, and the extreme polarization within society at large, and the church in particular, and none more so evident than in the United States over the past decade or so. So the power of the Holy Spirit is never more needed than it is today. The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. He's also our counselor, our friend, our comforter and guide. But just like he did in the Old Testament, the Holy Spirit gives us power. This is a power to achieve what is impossible in our own strength. When the Holy Spirit fills us, he gives us his power to overcome our human limitations. We have a new boldness and courage to serve him and use our God-given gifts that we may have been too afraid to use before. In Ephesians 1, the picture of this power is described as an incomparably great power for us who believe that is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand there in the heavenly realms. That's an all-conquering, death-defying power beyond words. Today, I want to challenge us to consider our relationship with the Holy Spirit and the way in which his power is at work in our lives. Are we experiencing his power? 
In Ephesians 5, we're told to be filled with the Spirit. The suggestion here is that this takes continuous active intention on our part to be continually filled with the Spirit of God. This is through praying, reading the Word, through worship, and through communing with Him. As Christians, we all have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, but is He like a small, timid candle, or are we allowing Him to burn like a bonfire with a power that overflows into every aspect of our lives and changes the world around us? We need to overcome fear and insecurity, step out boldly in faith, and walk in the amazing power the Holy Spirit gives us to not only see our lives changed, but the lives of others in our world transformed for the glory of God. We need to trust that the Holy Spirit is who he says he is, persevere in seeking him, and give him access to work in us and through us in power. It's exactly that tangible presence and power of the Holy Spirit that has driven so many good, restorative, and transformational things in Fasunt over the past three months or so, including by his grace the salvation and repentance of 40 or so young gang members just this week. Friends, thanks for listening and have a blessed and Holy Spirit power-filled week ahead. This is Andy Steele-Smith. God bless.